good day, good day, good day. Yes, this is the obligatory, unnecessary, <laughs> unnecessarily obligatory introduction. Eh, whatever. So yes, uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say, hi, how you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Tea with Miss T. And in case you didn't notice, the kettle and yeah, we're about to sip on some real nigga tea this time around. <laughs> But <laughs> so uh, today we actually do have a guest. We have two achievements to be very proud of. We have a new entry into the audience zone, which is United Kingdom. It went from less than one percentile or under one percentile to one percent of the population listening to the podcast. I don't know if it's like a few people who randomly stumbled upon it or like one person or actually actively listening to it but whatever it is i'm very happy welcome 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 to this community society yes yes and also we finally got uh the podcast to 125 plays plus 24 estimated audience and the goal was if we get to an estimated number of 20 for the audience we get to have a guest and thanks to you guys we finally got a guest yeah we've gotten a guest we actually have a guest and (laughs) that unnecessary introduction was also because of the guest and yes so we had decided well not decided i'd put up a competition about um what topic you wanted to hear first bisexuality or mental health and here's the funny thing this guest has either or and both so you don't know what this is about until you get into the chat yes yes but thank you so much for uh she's looking at me it's so weird i've never had (laughs) somebody around (laughs) to see me doing this it's so weird like this is so weird how do okay wow sorry guys but yes thank you so much do share the link share with your families your best <laughs> friends your boyfriends your ex-boyfriends your ex-girlfriends you don't have to talk to them just like fa you know that little yeah, set of <laughs> toxicity just it's like an i care but <laughs> you don't really care <laughs> like you know i care but i don't care like sha go listen to our podcast so yes uh very soon we'll be getting into what we have but before we go into that she will introduce herself a word from our sponsors <laughs> very soon we'll be able to have those though hint hint <laughs> so yes do introduce yourself <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Ajani. I am today's guest for Gatlaho's podcast. Please stay tuned, continue listening to her podcast and continue to share. And do people subscribe to a podcast? It's favorite actually. And favorite her podcast. <laughs> I know, right? Haha. <laughs> 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 Finger guns. Pew <laughs> pew. So yes, uh, we'll be right back. Get to a word from these sponsors. And untimati. 
apparently I'm not allowed to have tea today, so... It's summer! It's about to be real weird with all the... Hey, you got water. <laughs> hydrate, by the way. Hydrate. It's, it's hot. <laughs> it's hydrate. Alright, uh, yeah. Uh, we're back and we now reveal what the topic that I've chosen is it is anxiety disorder yeah I know these days I just choose really heavy topics and just dive right into them huh anyway so yes uh, I picked anxiety disorder because we're varsity student, most of us. Actually, no. Some of y'all lied in your analytics. Who be 60 listening to my podcast? Honey, honey. Why are you lying? Everybody listens to everything. What if they're young at heart? You don't know their life. 13% of 60 What if olds? they're young at heart? Anyway. Right. Quick disclaimer before the podcast continues. I am known to be the comedic relief guest and or friend. So, please do not hold Katlaho accountable to any thoughts and views expressed by me. They do not um, affiliate her in any way, shape, or form. These are my own thoughts, my own views, my own behaviorisms. Thank you. It's called having a best friend. It's, it's, you know, that's how it happens. You kind of can't hold them accountable for anything. Okay. Do you have airtime? Ignore all of the familial activity going on. It's, you know, yeah. Like I said, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> hey man, I'm committed to my gimmick, okay? I'm committed to my gimmick. Pour water into a glass. <laughs> Sip on it. So, yes, uh, we're talking about mental health. Today is an issue that is very near and dear to a lot of us because it affects us in so many ways. And I chose anxiety because I figured it's the lesser of the two evils, being depression and anxiety, that we get to deal with. Everybody's always talking, oh my god, I've been diagnosed with depression, oh, oh my god, mama is depressed, oh my god, depression kills. You never really hear somebody say, oh no, I've been clinically diagnosed with anxiety, or this, I have panic attacks because of anxiety. Everybody can get panic attacks because you know anxiety is a part of life but you have chronic anxiety and it stems from many 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 different things and as like i said being committed to the podcast like it's my own little baby i chose somebody who um can actually actively say okay i've been to the doctor or this is something that i'm aware living of. with in air quotes because i want to make it seem like it's like you know such a chronic virus like covid or whatever no, but an illness is an illness yeah you know so uh that's just it we've i've chosen anxiety disorder and she's just going to after of course i do the usual explanation of it in clinical medical professional terms that i get my research from so what is anxiety disorder well it is basically a group of mental illnesses that cause constant and overwhelming fear that's one explanation actually i've got two 
So it's a group of mental illnesses that cause constant and overwhelming fear. And then these are intense, excessive, and persistent feelings of worry and fear about everyday situations. You can have repeated episodes that have a peak. Each have a peak, actually. And they usually peak within minutes of them happening. Right? Right. Or as we like to call them, panic attacks. Cool? Cool. So, um, <clears throat> symptoms of a panic attack or uh, an anxiety episode happening is that you feel nervous and restless. You always have the sense of impending doom, like, oh my god, something bad is about to happen. Sweating, trembling, you feel weak or tired. You have problems concentrating, insomnia, gastrointestinal issues. Basically, your stomach is a nut. Flatulence, babes. Yes, that too. <laughs> that too. You have cold or numb hands and fingers. They are usually tingling. Your muscles are always tense. Dry mouth, fear. That's like a constant factor in everything that I got. A constant factor was fear. You have dizziness, hyperventilation, <laughs> shortness of breath, or rumination, which is the obsessing over a problem over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And you also tend to avoid feared places, people, right? But to keep it like humane as per usual is like when usually you just it over we get an overwhelming feeling of something's gonna go wrong or this is not right you you're constantly scared but of course this happens to the best of us like if you're stressed over work or assignment due dates are coming in or you have a presentation that you feel you're not prepared for even though you've poured days and weeks into preparation and honing your skills you just have this thing where it's how stage fright comes about basically as well but you know i'm gonna hand over to the professional (laughs) okay i take it back but like she'll be able to explain in depth clearer ish as somebody who actually actively you know knows what anxiety is and how it you know functions and yeah. so forth yeah okay so um the the core basis is you have people that have high functioning anxiety mm-hmm. and you have people that let me just <laughs> Scooty, scoot, scoot. You have high-functioning anxiety and low-functioning anxiety, yeah? Your... Let's start with the common basis, yeah? Mm. Your low-functioning anxiety. Yeah. This is where you avoid people, you avoid places, you avoid situations. Mm -hmm. Because you're going through a certain fear, a a barrier Mm -hmm. type of emotion. Mm. You tend to avoid certain things and doing certain things. Hate crowds. Hate crowds. <laughs> and then there's high functioning anxiety, which is me. Mm-hmm. This is um, this is more projectile in the sense of what people think type of situation. Mm-hmm. This is more your your people pleasers. Mm-hmm. You know, All right? This is more your people who 
I don't know how to say it. You're, you're loud people, mm-hmm. naturally. Mm-hmm. People that you wouldn't expect mm-hmm. to have anxiety, the high-functioning anxiety people. Mm-hmm. So you have those two types, and then you have the, the in-betweeners, I call them. Mm-hmm. The in-betweeners, these are people who have characteristics of both, like an introverted, extrovert type uh-huh. situation. Oh, right, right. Where they... they, they they want to help, they want to be people pleasers, yeah? Mm. But they cannot muster up enough courage to communicate in a way or shape that they want to. Mm-hmm. They cannot express themselves in a way, shape they want to. It's, mm. it's wanting to speak but not having the words type uh-huh. of situation. Right. Which I'm so, I'm, so, I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> licensed professionals have a better way of explaining it, but that's how I've viewed it mm. as... I have anxiety as well as my cousin, mm. but hers is more, uh, what's the word? Hers, hers is, is at a larger scale, mm-hmm. if I can say that, than mine. Uh, for me, I have a situation, like example, you have a situation where talking in a crowd, mm. I can, excuse me, I can easily do that, mm. where, like you mentioned, some people have stage fright, Yeah, but some people have what uh, there's a TED talk I watched the other day of a lady with anxiety she called it having life fright Mm -hmm. where you can speak in front of a large amount of people Mm. no problem you know how to behave in such settings but Mm. when it comes to day to day encounters where you meet a taxi driver who communicates more than usual Mm. you meet uh, your hairdresser who wants to talk to you Mm. you, you, just people you don't know their names Mm -hmm. you go through a certain Mm emotion a certain like grip you, that your own mind ice. puts you in and you it's, it's yeah it's a very it's a spectra mm. most mental mm. illnesses are in spectra formation mm. where you have some people being in the extremes other being in the unknowns and then you have the variables yeah where you have someone with extreme anxiety they don't talk to anyone they don't go anywhere they don't do anything mm-hmm. but they really try they really do try mm-hmm. but because of how their mind tends to work they cannot express themselves or go experience certain things because of just who they are mm-hmm. and then you have the other end of the spectrum where someone just has something very small like you're is too afraid to make a phone call Mm-hmm. And then that's Calling where the they, pizza people. You see, mm. yeah, that's a form of anxiety, just fear mm. of talking to a stranger. Mm. Where you you try to make a phone call to someone and you hang up before you even communicate. Now you're talking about uh, a form of anxiety. Mm. My research showed that there's about seven major types: mm-hmm. um, being separation anxiety, um, being I don't know how I didn't write these down, but separation anxiety and uh, chronic anxiety or anxiety of meeting different people, mm-hmm. anxiety of what is this basically where it also differs from what I read. I was so amateurish right now. I should have written this down. But there was. <laughs> There was where I saw it says that some of these things come from the forms. Mm. You can have somebody that's afraid of crowds, A, mm. but doesn't mind being around certain crowds of people. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if you're somebody who doesn't like 
going into the real park because it's so full of people. You have international listeners, they don't know what a real park is. It's like a very crowded mall in our region, you know. Very, very crowded. I don't know. I don't know. Stop reading texts. Nah, it's because I'm supposed to go back to school to get my stick for my assignment and this homie doesn't have it. You're on a podcast. Anywho. So yeah, um, I'd like to know, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners as well would like to know, your specific... Well, yeah. what it started off with was separation anxiety, mm. naturally, with uh, past events that mm. I'm not quite comfortable with putting out online. No, but it's not gonna... No, 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 it's ad- no I'm explaining to the viewers. Yeah. Uh, there's past events that happened when I was younger that I wish to keep, mm-hmm. you know, to plead the fifth yeah. about <laughs> where it, it stemmed what is known as separation anxiety. Right. Usually when children experience separation anxiety, it's in cases where, it's in mild cases where mm. a parent goes to visit someone and the child is visibly upset and mm. normally this is forgotten. Because, or they can get distracted from it. Mine tended, mine uh, stayed with me for up until my early teens, early mid teens, mm. and then it 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 I would say evolved. If not, I I became aware of mm. other parts of me that were as anxious as the child in me was. Mm-hmm. And you have situations where, um, example. I, I do not, if, as much as some people, net, they, 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 they explain that uh, confrontation, fear of confrontation is a very natural thing to happen, where it gets to a point where I avoided food mm-hmm. to avoid that mm-hmm. confrontation. It, it happened where um, there's a mall that uh, is nearby, it's called Airport Junction, you know it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a situation where me and my cousin were going to go get food, mm. and I was in I was wearing heels, which obviously everybody knows are very uncomfortable. Yeah. And all I wanted was food, mm. but unfortunately, I happened to uh, set my sights on someone that I found made me very uncomfortable at that point in time. Mm. And me and my cousin both have anxiety. Mm. She saw someone as well in the mm. same vicinity. Who made her uncomfortable and did not want to experience mm. the uh, the confrontation, the confrontation of generally talking to them because mm. it puts us in such a a weird place. Mm. Mm. So what we did was we walked all the way. All right, sorry about that. Uh, I kind of got a call. And it disrupted her story time, but do continue. We had an unexpected interruption in our program. Please do listen for any more new uh, additions, subtractions, multiplication, divisions to the podcast. <laughs> we are so happy to have you here. Please stay tuned. Thank you. She does it better than me, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I should hire her full time. <laughs> it's having a family of professionals. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But uh yes, yeah, so was I. 
Um, I ran. I ran from uh, Rocco Mamas to KFC in heels, just to avoid speaking to that person. Okay. And then guess what we did? We spent unnecessary money at KFC so that we did not look out of place to the people at KFC. And then we went back to spend more money at Rocco Mamas and ended up not buying anything from Rocco Mamas because those people went and got a table inside. Oh, shit. Pardon my French, as per usual. Whoa. Yes. And so, uh, you had me at Ren from Rocco Mamas. In high heels in, in the high middle heels. of summer. In yes. the mall. <laughs> in the mall. Now, uh, the reason I brought up that example is you see how, uh, I wouldn't say normal, but the standard uh, procedure that most people <laughs> that most people carry out when meeting someone they don't want to speak to in public, they ignore them mm-hmm. and they continue it that day and they do the task and they leave. Mm-hmm. Me and my cousin, however, were so in our heads that this person can see me, this person is thinking about me, this person is going to say one, two, three. Mm, mm. And funny enough, if another friend, another close mutual friend of ours talked to that person I was avoiding, mm. <clears throat> and they asked if they saw me that day. He had not seen me mm. at all. I'm a flesh. But in my head, at my that quama. point in time, my mind told me that this person oh. seeing you... Mm. Even though he was looking, he was probably looking behind me, or, or his mind just didn't even you, but not his mind didn't even register that it's mm-hmm. me. But my mind said this person is looking at you. Whenever he'd look at his friends, he's talking about you. Good. Mm-hmm. It was just a consistent, and I remember I felt so cold. Mm-hmm. Every time he'd glance my, I felt so cold. I had sweat down my back. I was shivering. Mm-hmm. To a point where I didn't notice I was running in heels until I reached the destination that was a quote-unquote safe distance and from it them. it happened in your head. You were like, okay, now I'm going to KFC. And I, no, we just family. went. Oh. And my cousin was also there going through the exact same uh, stimuli that I was mm. experiencing. And we went back to Rokomamas to try and order again, hoping mm. that they were gone. We saw them again. I've never in my life crouched and walked at the same time mm. in heels but that day I did yeah. and it was truly and honestly just because my brain kept on telling me this person is going to want to talk to you, this person is going to want to say this this person is going to do that, this person is going to everything was centered around what this person is going to say, mm. do or act towards me in general. there was nothing else stopping me from going into that restaurant and getting what I wanted besides of the thoughts that I had that were over this person and this person meant you had no significance to my life, none mm. whatsoever mm. there were not what? Oh, there were not per se an ex there were not someone I used to be friends with and stopped being friends this was generally a stranger mm-hmm. in some way you have a fun print it's in there Genuinely refusing. Um, it was genuinely because because 
the way my 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 mind works mm. it doesn't matter if you know me it doesn't matter if we have been close just confrontation in general yes is a no especially if we're not close As, even if we are close i'm not going to confront you we can be having issues and problems but for me to voice my opinion i'll be too scared to do so because i'm worried about how you are going to feel mm. how it's going to affect our relationship mind you also i have separation anxiety yes so the people that are close to me i'd rather keep them close to me all right i'd rather experience um i'd rather experience discomfort yeah than to lose the connection that i have with you and unfortunately for me that has put me in very awkward situations very strange situations yeah uh, a very good example of that is having a friend of mine when we was traveling back from china mm-hmm. a friend of mine was traveling back as well we were both coming back mm-hmm. her flight was the day before in the evening my flight was the day after mm-hmm. but somehow because I didn't want to lose her as a quote unquote friend. Mm. I got on a train. I went to that airport a whole 24 hours before my flight. Wow. And mind you, this was during the time in which COVID was a thing, but not a big thing. Like in China, it was yes. an actual thing. Mhm. But I was not aware of it because I was not keeping up to date with Chinese news. Yeah. So It was January and I was sitting I slept in the airport for majority of that day. Wow. All because I did not want to lose a connection with a quote unquote friend. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of just also just went right into the causes of anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. According to my research it says that um you have genetics, you know, it could be hereditary from parents to that children mm. or from grandparents to that grandchildren mm. you know it also has to do with brain chemistry uh they say that it's highly likely to be faulty circuits in the brain and the nervous system we have environmental stress drug withdrawal medical issues yeah so i mean <laughs> you've kind of just gone into a bit of what generally causes that mm-hmm. but i'd like you to if you don't mind that is to just go into what you believe your separation anxiety was caused by not in terms of experience per se mm-hmm. because it can it also said that um it could be because of past abuse or trauma or whatever happened but if it is a trauma you don't have to specify or go into detail about it which i think you already have mm-hmm. but other than that i heard you say it started off as separation anxiety mm. that leads me to believe that more things occurred yeah yes um well the first thing that occurred was the the um, situation that can't be named i call it the, mm. i call it that uh it was a somewhat you know everyone experiences things differently mm-hmm. everyone feels different they see the world in different perspectives so on so forth yeah so for me what to me caused the trauma that i have mm. someone else could easily brush off and say mm. no why mm. is that a thing mm. so Anyways, 
<laughs> so uh, for me, it was a trauma that I'd like to not disclose. That's the word. <laughs> and then as time went on, you have experiences with uh, the people around you as well, yeah. because because you have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I had a bit of a distraction. I lost my train of thought. Uh, but you have... What was I saying? <laughs> I said I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you know whatever it is that distracted you, distracted me too. Yeah, you, you know were listening. <laughs> anyway, um, from that said trauma, you have small encounters that built up to where I am today where you have your uh, being yelled at by people close to you and people not close to you you have um, so many it's so many things you have your body dysmorphia adding on to it mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. you have your uh, I wouldn't say chronic but it of course it's not chronic but you'd have your your, your moments of not moments but you have your periods of depression yeah and those what light bulb continue anyways you have those factors that all add up (coughs) to molding the way your mind works at a current point in time Mm -hmm. where sometimes you don't speak on certain things because you're afraid of being shut down in a certain type of manner you don't know how to handle loud situations because naturally they bring you to tears. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to handle yourself in a way that most people can handle themselves. Where you have things like quote-unquote adulting that most people, they find it very easy to maneuver. Mm. But unfortunately for me, I I tend to overplan because I'm afraid of what the future holds. Mm. I tend to um, I make plans and I make contingencies and I make contingencies for my contingencies which unfortunately keeps me very very busy not productive but busy Busy. Uh-huh. you see so uh, that's, that's another by the way another key point or key factor of high functioning anxiety you keep yourself busy not productive but busy uh, because you, you are avoiding yourself. a certain feeling that brings that is brought by certain activities and so on and so forth Mm -hmm. so all of these things they all added up and they all created who i am today Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to get better i'm doing my best Mm -hmm. all right and i'm sure you're going to get there eventually hopefully hopefully Uh yeah but uh to go back and actually do give the different types of anxiety disorders because it was eating at me that I wasn't able to do that Uh yeah so we have generalized anxiety disorder where I mean you just you worry about unnecessary things excessively and unrealistically a majority of the time you just have a general anxiety about anything a constant consistent yeah worry where it's not about worrying about your impending doom Mm. as some of anxiety people would call it but you more worry about what's going to happen in the next 5 10 15 20 25 minutes yeah so on so forth and every little thing 
in like every event that happens you're like oh no that's going to affect that and this is going to happen and then your whole day is any busy, form but of not productive. resistance you encounter yeah creates a yeah. ball of hey, negative thoughts i'd say yeah so we have the panic disorder where you could just be seated and then you have the sudden feel of I just got poured with ice cold water. You freeze. Fear just freezes you and it brings on a panic attack. Usually more likely um I've experienced this one actually. I I think I was with my boyfriend and he was helping me with a group assignment. Mm-hmm. It was like um what was it? It was a practical group project where it was like crafts I think during our first semester and the whole thing was getting to me so much. I remember I just I just stopped. I just froze. Then he looked at me. He was like, "Babe, babe, what's wrong?" And then I started crying. And I just started crying and then I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. It was cold and for me to feel like I'm not going insane, I had to ground myself literally as in lay on the floor. Homeboy didn't know what was going on. He was panicking because I'm panicking. But like panicking cuz he's like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Are you okay?" While me on the other hand, I'm just like, "This is not going right. I don't like it. This is not happening." It was just terrible. And speaking terrible. of grounding, uh question, when you grounded yourself literally, did you happen to notice any smells, any sights? not hear anything in particular not all i could hear was just i think what was enhanced was just my heartbeat just going giggy in my ear he was an ambient sound it wasn't something that was the only thing i could hear was just this is not going to go right this is not going right i don't have time and my heart was just in my head because uh, a method of grounding yourself is What's the word? What's the word? I don't know what you're saying. I actually saw it. Stimulating your yes. five senses. Where if you're going through something that makes you feel uh, detached or this, you disassociate mm. going into a, a state of panic or just disassociating in general. Um, some people recommend that you practice stimulating your five senses, your taste, mm. touch, sound, mm. sight. See, uh, focus on something that she can see and focus on what she can hear yeah, what she can, can touch, touch what she can taste point it out in your surrounding without having to actually move around it, yeah. and then also you take notice of your own body as well can mm. you feel your feet can you feel your toes mm. your your legs can you feel your arms can you mm. notice how you're breathing so on and so forth i'm actually very sweaty and my fingers are very numb right now casita it's cold I repeat the thoughts and opinions expressed by the guest today have nothing to do with your current host 
We do humbly apologize from the oh, bottom of our hearts. Oh, I'm sure they're going to kick hearts. me out because like, we, we like her better. She's... Ahaha. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, don't do that. We like her better. Don't do that. I could but, never do a podcast. I'm too anxious. Yeah. I'm only doing this podcast because of her. She would stab me if I didn't. Maybe. It's not a maybe. <laughs> so, right. Uh, okay, I'm just going to skim through this. I'm going to go so make tea. Yay! Yeah. Hello, want tea. I am over the tea. I am Let over me go the make tea. tea. <laughs> but yeah, uh, while she goes and makes the tea, we have social anxiety disorder. It's a social phobia where you really avoid any and every type of social interaction because you feel an overwhelming self consciousness about everyday social situations. Just meet, even going to school is a problem. You wear your hair low. And now with the mask thing, I feel like socially anxious people are thriving in it because you have to wear your mask. If I wear my mask, it's like a don't disturb sign. Then you have your earphones on and your head way below your eyes and whatever. And I feel like a lot of people do experience this, but they don't know it because they're just like, I just don't like people. Oh my God, ill people, you know, as per usual. <laughs> and then we have specific phobias where you feel an intense fear of certain objects or certain situations such as heights or flying and it sometimes goes beyond appropriate situations and you can definitely avoid flying if you're afraid of heights or if you're afraid of afraid afraid of planes you can avoid we are here to interrupt <laughs> She has program. four boxes Actually, of different teas. No, teams. what happened was I don't, I can't make decisions for other people because it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> so I brought her options. We have um, cinnamon bun cappuccino. We have chamomile. Yeah. Chamomile. <laughs> chamomile. We have echinacea. Right, boss. We have green tea flavored with lemon and lime. I don't like green tea because you don't steep it at the right temperatures. So it's not supposed to be bitter. <laughs> and, and then we have rooibos with cranberry and wild cherry. Uh, I apologize. You don't have rooibos tea. This household very much likes health benefits that come with teas instead of just teas in general. Here's the thing. I don't mind. I'm just wondering, would anybody mind if I sipped on a cappuccino instead of my usual tea? No, nobody would mind, right? No, nobody minds. Yeah, no, we'll have, we'll have. Is it because it's a cinnamon bun? Yes. Yes. Did you know if I had um, ice cream, vanilla ice cream, I could make you an iced coffee? I know. But what I usually do is I, if I don't have ice cream, I make it with milk. And then it tastes just as good, if not better, than normal iced coffees, but you don't have milk. Ah, wow. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready for I my barista. So, uh, pending the interruption we have agoraphobia teaspoons of sugar three uh where you have an intensity of being in a place where it seems hard to escape this is where sometimes you have people being afraid it comes with claustrophobia this is where claustrophobia comes in where you are afraid that in a tight space or a corridor if an emergency happens and there's a lot of people there you won't be able to come out quick enough 
or at all. And then we have separation anxiety, what Ja has. Selective mutism. <laughs> Selective mutism, which is a type of social anxiety in which kids who talk normally with their family and friends don't speak in public like at school. And then you have medication-induced anxiety disorder. This is the use of certain medications or illegal drugs. And the withdrawal from certain drugs can trigger some symptoms of anxiety disorder. We've already covered the symptoms of anxiety disorder. And um, genetics, brain chemistry, environmental stress, drug withdrawal, and medical conditions cause anxiety disorders. And the risk factors. Um, Well... You can have severe illnesses or chronic health conditions. You tend to need a reprieve and you go into substance abuse. So on and so forth. Thank you very much. Oh, it smells so nice. It smells so delicious. Substance abuse. Um you have you become as a kid you are shy and have low self-esteem i think what they wanted to say there is you're withdrawn yes you're withdrawn and uh now we're going into hey imagine me going home in this rain (laughs) i'm not going to school i'm not so the diagnosis if you have symptoms you could always go to a doctor or psychiatrist and have them look it out if you think you scheme. So the treatments usually are medication which are antidepressants, modern antidepressants like SSRIs and SNRIs. I don't know what they are. I tried to look it up but like Google could only give me as much. Uh, they're usually the typically first described drugs to an anxiety patient. Maybe say describe instead of prescribe. Did I say describe instead of prescribed? Oh. Prescribed. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, you have Prozac, Lozapro, Venlafaxin, it's an effexor, and the likes. You know, you have other antidepressants as well. They are less commonly used because of side effects. These are blurry vision drop in blood pressure urinary retention (laughs) urinary retention imagine and yeah but you can also have there's a lot of medication you know so many you have xanax you have clopin you have unfortunately xanax is not prescribed yeah as much as often because of the substance abuse it can be easily it can be easily addictive yeah what does it mean uh it's xanax falls under benzodiazepines benzodiazepines yes and then you have beta blockers these are a type of high blood pressure drug that can help you feel better if you're having a physical symptom of anxiety such as racing heart, trembling or shaking. And then you have anticonvulsants, you have antipsychotics. I thought I read that wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a buspirone, bus, well, buspar. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, um, anticonvulsants are used to prevent seizures with people who have epilepsy. Because, mind you, I don't know if we mentioned it earlier, but you can have different types of uh, mental issues at a go. You can have more than one. And with anxiety, it can also have to do with psychological illnesses or disorders in which now when we have epilepsy when somebody has a panic attack an epileptic person has a panic attack they're more likely to, to fall have into an epileptic seizure. seizure yeah and so anticonvulsants are you know used to prevent convulsions you get English English and then you have psychotherapy psychotherapy is a type of counseling that helps you to learn and unlearn certain traits or personality behaviors like you have to learn how to control your emotions how they affect your behaviors it's sometimes called talk therapy so if you're going to through the psychotherapy basically your therapist telling you okay no this is what influences this to happen in this manner and then they will teach you how to control it like should mentioned earlier that when you're having a panic attack you are advised to hone into your five senses to ground yourself and have things point out things in your head or out loud if you must that you can touch see smell taste point them out even if you don't actually have to taste and smell them but these will help keep you calmer and ground you and reduce the effects of a panic attack and then we have cognitive behavioral therapy this type of psychotherapy teaches you how to turn negative or panic-causing thoughts and behaviors into positive ones. You'll learn ways to carefully approach and manage fearful or worrisome situations without anxiety. Some people, some, you, I apologize, some places offer family CBT sessions, which I believe is a counseling session for the entire family to not only help you, but as well to help your family on how to help you feel better in that uh, state yeah. that you'd be in. Yeah, I feel like right now she's more of a guest host than a guest. But you know, it works. At least there's diversity this time around. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, what is your advice to people dealing with anxiety in dealing with uh, anxiety disorder symptoms? Um, my first advice I would like to say we live in a very uh, knowledge forward time mm-hmm. you know you have uh, get your cup away from the speaker thank you <laughs> we have um, a very knowledge driven time we live in where you have every thing at the tip of your fingers which is your phone Mm. you can easily look up anything that you're worried about is happening with you and once you relate to certain symptoms or certain behaviorisms this is where you go to a trained professional Mm. to seek professional help Mm. so that the online information that you gather will be in helps to getting you a proper and more accurate diagnosis. Mm -hmm. You're not only helping yourself, but you're also uh, allowing yourself to be aware of what you may have or what may be troubling you. Mm. And this helps with with informing your 
your therapist, your doctor yeah. on what best to prescribe to you, what best treatment, whether it's psychotherapy or it's um, in medicine you have to ingest or it's patterns that you have to cut down on, so on and so forth. Yeah. Just we live in an in an era of knowledge is yeah. what the main uh, point I'm making. Yeah. You cannot experience day-to-day behaviors of yourself. You you live with yourself. Yeah. You you know best what you experience. So whatever it is you experience, if you feel it's out of the norm, look it up, see what it could be, go to a trained professional and get help for it. Mm-hmm. We live in a time where mental illness is more uh, is less frowned upon. Yeah. And more not welcomed but more less stigmatized yes. yet less um people being ostracized for things that they can control and are taken more seriously and these days please for anyone listening please remember that a mental illness is just like any other illness just it happens to affect you in a place where no one else can see Mm. it's your equivalent to getting a cut or having a broken bone you Mm. need medicine you need a trained professional to help you and you need to see said trained professionals to get better you can't get better on your own you can't heal a bone by yourself Mm. you need to go to the hospital therefore that's why we need certain uh, careers your therapists and your doctors and psychotherapists you need help and there's nothing wrong with having a mental illness. What's wrong is hiding from it. Mm. Because then it breeds certain behaviors that cause stigma for mental illness. Because you have uh, psychopaths and the likes being, oh no, he was always a withdrawn as a child. He was always withdrawn as a child. He never had any friends. It makes sense. People with mental illnesses are more likely to be psychopaths and the likes. And behave, not knowing how to deal with your behavior causes you to lash out or otherwise, for a lack of a better phrase, not behave like a sane person. And therefore causes people with actual mental health issues that want to get help for people to be like, nah, you're seeking attention, or nah, oh my god, we might be breeding a serial killer in our house, or a serial rapist. So therefore, if you know what you might be going through, or you think you know what you might be going through, it is advisable to always get it checked out, because there's no way you can't know that, okay, no, this is not open quote, normal, close quote, behavior. Alright? Alright. So, uh, yeah, today was a very productive fun-filled not normal atmosphere for tea with miss t i'm having a cappuccino so you know that will be on my conscious later tonight <laughs> but yes uh this was something that i have decided that we'll have a bi-monthly it's a series it'll become a series we have a bi-monthly discussion about mental health do i have to be on here again I mean, you kind of do have one other... I don't want to be here again. I don't know these people. Listen, you're a best friend. You kind of don't have a choice. You lost free will when you said, yeah, I'll be your best friend. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, but for the most part, you won't have to be here. Mm-hmm. I have different uh, people 
coming in, different people talking about the different and experiences. And also, it's according to your audience as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just don't go back to China because then we're gonna have a problem. China, if you're hearing me, <laughs> open the borders, dude, like right now. <laughs> like. So yeah, uh, thank you guys for tuning in so much. Um, I will do the usual obligatory closing remark. <laughs> obligatory. Oh my god, this word obligatory closing remarks after this. This has been tea with Miss T and grapes with little old me. <laughs> I like her. I should keep her. Can I keep her? Yeah, I'll keep her. It's up to your people. If they yeah. want you to keep me, you keep me. If they don't, please don't. Then they don't. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, guys. That wraps up our episode. That's episode nine. Season one, episode nine. And let me tell you, it was very insightful, you know? And I'm sure you'd you'd enjoy it too. So please, as per usual, do share the link with your friends, your family. Listen, give me your feedback. I really appreciate feedback so that I know what not to do and what to do. And as much as I know how I want to run this podcast, it's about you, the audience, and telling me. You kind of dictate certain aspects of... I mean, I'm not going to say, oh no, you said you don't like this, I'm going to change it. But I'm going to fit the criteria so that i keep you on board yes constructive criticism uh share 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 please do send in topic suggestions check out the instagram page at miss no i'm lying at t underscore with miss t small letters that is at t underscore with miss t and go into my dms and check it out check out the page send in your topic suggestions it could be heavy topics light topics i'm genuinely doing this just to deal with this lifestyle and secret society that we as the youth have that our parents don't know about i don't generally like talking about things like politics or economics or whatever because this is everything that we're seeing everywhere there's youth presented podcasts about it radio station programs television programs um live episodes igtv channels that deal with it and i want to be able to deal with the more personal touch of our lives you know this came up this came about during lockdown so therefore i want to keep it going without having to now go into oh no if we want to talk about adulting let it be our experience in adulting don't let it be ish gonna you know petrol prices that this that that give me your personal opinion on brexit on trump losing elections <laughs> and the likes you know but <laughs> yeah do <He> share <laughs> <laughs> do share the link talk to me interact i'm really very happy that we managed to get the audience that we got and the total replays that we got as well as the audience platform in other countries increasing that makes me so happy and i love you guys i do i sound so cliche like a youtuber but it is what it is I really wish you sounded like a YouTuber. <laughs> whatever <laughs> 
Bye. Thank you for coming. Bella, ciao. Bye, beautiful.